Welcome to your uh, bi-weekly Valotron. I guess we missed last week, but okay. it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's myself, Nick, joined with Yulia. Hello. And uh, for those who don't know, for those tuning in for the first time, this is the kind of corner spatey shoot-off of uh, uh, German election or what's going on in Germany, I guess, is more so this topic. What's up, Germany? <laughs> what's up, Germany? <laughs> That's actually like the like the pre-thing. Wie geht's Deutschland? Yeah, wie geht's Deutschland? <laughs> yeah. So, um, kind of like contrary to the past few episodes, we thought that we would redirect this one and kind of just talk about uh, something that is important potentially going into September, mm-hmm. uh, but that greatly affects all of our lives here in Germany quite yes. a lot, which is the uh, inability apparently of the German government to get the vaccine out uh, in an efficient manner. Uh, and to any Americans listening to this, um, I hate to break it to you, uh, everything about the German state that you know um is is false it is a horribly inefficient horribly bu- the bureaucracy is no, true it's super efficient uh no racism no police brutality it's yeah. practically a socialist paradise mm-hmm. <laughs> oh absolutely yeah um uh we live in socialism according yes. to i'm assuming like young turks videos from like 2014 <laughs> or something yeah. like that hope they've changed i doubt it but I whatever doubt. But yeah, so uh, the main topic is is um, uh, uh, the immunization panic twenty twenty one. Cue the music that I don't have. <laughs> um, but for those who don't know, uh, uh, you know, uh, if you've been living under a rock or you woke up out of a coma, the uh, you know coronavirus pandemic's been going on uh, since yep. last year. We've been in this for one whole year now. And happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, Corona. Uh, it was a few weeks ago, yeah. but yeah. And there's been the rollout of vaccines that's been happening in Europe. Um, just kind of a general update. We have, um, you know, our starting lineup. We have the Sinovac uh, vaccine out of China, the Sputnik V vaccine with arguably like the coolest name I of all of them. I was about to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. out of Russia. Germany has Put the... the <laughs> what? Well, Sputnik Five, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah true. Yeah. I didn't. Even, I, my, yeah. my brain didn't register that. Yeah, okay. Uh, Sputnik Piat. Uh, sounds way cool in Russian too. Uh, Germany has the uh, BioNTech vaccine and Moderna. Moderna, and then AstraZeneca is yeah. coming out of the UK. Yeah. And then the United States has the Johnson Johnson vaccine. <laughs> Why does it sound like a lawyer? Like a lawyer made this vaccine. It's Johnson and Johnson here to vaccinate you. Did you get into a car accident? I don't associate Johnson and Johnson with that. I associate Johnson and Johnson with like their baby products. Their baby products. Yeah, they make like baby powder and like creams and stuff like that. I mean, baby shampoo. Johnson Johnson baby shampoo. Oh, I didn't know. For me, it sounds like it's. But now you've ruined my brain a little bit. Yeah, Yeah, the law firm of Johnson and Johnson. Like, just a midday, like, you're watching Jerry Springer, and it's yes. like, have you been in an accident? <laughs> Call Johnson & Johnson. Exactly. Yeah, and their number's like 555 legal or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, which that wouldn't would be 55 legal, I guess. But yeah. Um, no, it's not a law firm. It's okay. one of the largest, um, not, not even just pharmaceutical companies, companies in the United States. Oh, yeah. and the BioNTech one's also partnered with, with Pfizer. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, Transatlantic Excellency. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, with all these vaccines being developed, one would then assume that, you know, due to German efficiency or lack thereof, that Germany would have no problems uh, uh, getting the vaccine out. And uh, uh, um, I can't keep this bit going on any longer because we do the <laughs> show so much about how just inefficient and shitty Germany is bureaucratically. Yeah. There's been a massive scandal that was... Um, in January, that's been slowly bleeding over into other parts mm-hmm. of, I would say, German and European society that then have been, uh, that like Angela Merkel's got a lot of flack for her parties, like internally been kind of mad at her and whatnot. And there was actually a very good article from Bloomberg last month, I guess technically the beginning of this month, um, about um, from uh, Arne Devs and uh, Naomi Kreisge. I don't know if they're German, but I'm assuming Anna that they... Anna Dave sounds very German. Yeah, I'm assuming that they're German. Yeah. 
and uh, so they wrote this. Uh, I'll put the I'll put this article in the in the show notes, of course. Mm-hmm. But they br- did this very good breakdown about how the Germ- how um, Angela Merkel, being very much the kind of EU ideologue that she is, kind of messed up the um, distribution of the Corona vaccine and Germany getting enough doses being guaranteed from them from a German company first, BioNTech, and then also doing negotiations potentially with AstraZeneca that um, Jens Spahn was trying to do that then Merkel shot down. So I guess I just want to give like very first, just like a very quick timeline. Again, like I said, the article is much longer and I will post it in the show notes. But in uh, June of last year, so June 13th, Jens Spahn meets with delegates from France, Italy, and the Netherlands to secure as many doses as possible uh, from the, uh, like in a deal with, uh, I believe it was AstraZeneca, if I'm not mistaken. Let me just, yeah. Um, it actually doesn't even specify. I take that back. <laughs> and uh, um, Merkel then kind of getting wind of this, uh, asks him to stop this because Ursula von der Leyen, who was a member of her party, wanted uh, felt this was like kind of stepping on her ground as being the president of the European Commission, oh. and that then her as a good German and as a good CDU member, she should have some say in this type of stuff. Oh, wow. So Merkel then goes to Spahn, telling him, hey, stop it. Spahn, being a good CDU party leader, although he has a lot of problems with Merkel, says, sure, fine, I won't. And then in the meantime, the US and the UK are buying up uh, AstraZeneca and BioNTech vaccines uh, while Brussels is sitting around kind of doing nothing around this time because, oh, you know, uh, Ursula von der Leyen wants to make this her own her own whole deal. And um, so uh, uh, the U.S. the U.S. Uh, secures 100 million doses of the BioNTech vaccine, um, gives $1.2 billion in funding to AstraZeneca's vaccine project. And then uh, within the BioNTech uh, agreement that they make, they also have the option to uh, acquire an additional 500 million doses. All this being done while the EU is kind of chilling, doing nothing because Merkel Sitting, waiting, wishing. Yeah, uh, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then on November 20th, 11 days after the BioNTech vaccine is proven in trials to have 90% efficiency... Uh, sorry, ninety percent effective rates in their in their <laughs> clinical trials, not efficiency. Um, the, uh, the European Union finally uh, reaches an agreement with BioNTech. So eleven days after after this is declared, and then Germany so, trying to then oh you want yeah eleven days after the approval like by yeah in 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 the EU that we can no no, no it wasn't the approval in the EU. So the EU did a really weird thing that then um in most of the European countries. So there's an interesting thing with the vaccine rollout that's been happening within China and Russia that they started rolling the vaccine out in its clin- like before clinical trials exactly, were done. Exactly. And yeah. the EU in Germany didn't do to that. that. Yeah. yeah. Because the EU is always trying to be super safe when it yeah. comes to medication and any kind kind of meds or something. Mm-hmm. And you had like emergency approvals in Great Britain and the US as far as yeah. I know. Yeah. And as also well. I know yeah. that that um China for example was sending this the the uh the Sinovac vaccine uh, was already getting it out to other countries like Qatar I believe was one of them that mm-hmm. then put a lot of uh, orders in yeah. when it's uh, the uh, uh, like the effectiveness of it was at like 70 something percent okay. but the, the the Chinese idea was of it was that then it was in currently in clinical trials it was showing to ha- showing to have some success might as well then get it out while the trials were still mm-hmm. going yeah. and then f- officially approve it then in China. They, a, a I'll give it later. to someone else. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it is. It is. I mean, I, I, I think that that's a realistic, yeah. you know, point of view. One, from a um, perspective of, you know, we're in a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. Two, China is trying to then, you know, make themselves a global power. Yep. And I think a lot of nations, you know, in what we would, you know, in the old term of calling it the third world, what we call it the developing world or whatever it is, um, who are probably not going to be getting the European vaccines fast enough, yeah. could then turn to China and be like, can we fill yeah, an order exactly. out? Yeah. So when it comes to uh, the global south or something like that, it would. Thank be, you. That's the word. Global yeah, south. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, Europe doesn't seem to care or wants to share. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I mean, it is, or it's always with yeah. a lot of like strings attached and yeah. stuff like that. But like, go on. Yeah. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Um, so then, eventually, Germany then strikes a deal with BioNTech for a hundred million doses, which then ends up. Um, 
only uh, accounting to half of those because then Mackel starts having the idea then of, of distributing these doses out to then European countries, other European countries that then are lining up also for, for vaccine dosages. And then it ends up that then that number is not even just half, but then Germany then is guaranteed 30 million doses mm. for the country. So at the end of it, Germany... Refusing then to go into negotiations with some of their own companies, some of which then BioNTech even uh, um, told uh, uh, Spiegel that they felt that this was all horribly mismanaged on a governmental level from the EU and and Merkel, and were very much disappointed with the entire sense of how this then all was was all handled on on both fronts. And I think that the the thing that then, I don't know if we talked about this on, on the main feed or not, but um, before we transition then to, you know, the further, you know, more recent developments that have been mm-hmm. happening in Germany, the thing that's always kind of interesting to me is how the idea of Macros makes sense. Okay. The idea then of working in like on a European basis mm-hmm. of these things yep. during a pandemic, showing that then this transnational cooperation that the European Union yep. exhibits or should exhibit, good, fine, great, agree with it. The European Union doesn't seem to really have the infrastructure to do it. Yeah, and it becomes obviously like regardless of the pettiness of Ursula von der Leyen, that well, why didn't you come to me? I'm from <laughs> your party. Like I used to be your defense minister. What's up? Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention that Ursula von der Leyen literally is like just the only thing I can ever think about her for is just having scandals being attracted to her like flies on shit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And um. <laughs> How, like, I kind of feel that she's in this position simply out of pity for her own party. of just like, get out of this country. We can't <laughs> seem to, like, not have scandals I with mean, you. Do we not on Kornerspiel already agree that when you do, like, shit things in your country, but they can't, you know, kick you out, they send you to the EU? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think it's just really funny because, like, Ursula von der Leyen comes from the sense that, like, Manfred Weber was, like, legitimately going to potentially be a candidate from mm. the CDU yeah. to... um be the uh, commission president, you know, the, the uh, president of the European Commission. And Man- Manfred Weber is such like, you know, just a, a, a wet rag of a person. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't imagine. What, I don't know what he looks like. We, we yeah. reported him actually yeah. like quite often sometimes. Yeah. And I don't know what he looks no, like. No, he's just, yeah, a blank page. <laughs> yeah. So it's just really funny that then like, like Ursula von der Leyen took a nomination from someone. Like she was very much like, welcome from the european community one i think just because she's german she's from a party that then is is seemed from the european community as in like the brussels bubble of being you know a strong uh uh you know kind of vanguard for european ideals and stuff like that but there is a lot of just like this bullshit pettiness that then is very much internally within I think these people who end up in Brussels. I think she's also very attractive because she seems to be very open to lobbying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying when it comes to consultancies. Oh yeah, we've uh, that's uh, we talked about that on our on our Ursula von der Leyen episode. Yeah, I think, if exactly. I'm not mistaken. But yeah, so there was this entire. I mean, like I know that I I, I covered that very shortly. There's a lot more that then's like uh, 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 in the details, of course that. Merkel got a lot of flack from Spahn, Spahn especially. Spahn especially. Yeah, Jens Spahn especially, who has very much been a a critic of Merkel internally within the party, Mm. um, who at a moment in time was on the tips of people's tongues of potentially being her successor. Not so much anymore because then he took himself out of the bidding for the race and absolutely not so anymore because of what's coming later, of yes. what you'll get to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Marcus Söder, who could very well be the next chancellor of Germany, mm-hmm. um, kind of gave like a, you know, have his cake and eat it too sort of thing of like, well, um, I understand the idea of, of, of taking care of, of you know, the international European community, but also it's, it's important too to care about Germany. And I also think that that's like maybe not entirely wrong on his you know i'm here i'm I'm not defending the nation state (laughs) but when your country is literally the country that then is developing the vaccine you would think that you'd be the first to go into negotiations with them and secure the dosages and when the company is criticizing you for not doing that to be very fair the german government has given beyond tech a lot of investment you know, billions of euros have gone into Biontech mm-hmm. to make sure that then that they can they open up their 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 Marburg um, facility mm-hmm. last week, I believe. Mm-hmm. I you know criticize it all you want for for lateness of doing this stuff. Criticize yeah. the European Union all you want for then the sense of why are companies like Bayer 
and um you know other ones not hopping on board to then make a vaccine yeah. one of the largest uh pharmaceutical companies in the world well, because it's privatized everything well, is yeah. yeah and uh why is the european union not you know being more aggressive with then making uh uh vaccines mm -hmm. being produced by uh you know people who can produce it in the european union we've seen this yeah. with the with the mask thing in germany exactly. contracts were given out left and right for these yeah. ffp2 masks yeah. you know the I, I i do think that the pitfalls of the public private partnership which the cdu and a lot of conservatives in the european union like mm -hmm. um have greatly shown their pitfalls yeah where um maybe more oversight from regulatory bodies or from the state itself may be the way forward of doing this type of stuff you know like a mo like you know you could see it like wartime mobilization so like that things in history that have shown that the overhaul of the economy can done be done centralized in that mm -hmm. sense you know but nonetheless it's not being done that way being done with this you know these schemes and and funding through public private partnerships these things that have been plaguing this party and Europe, like European funding schemes are the easiest thing yeah. to commit fraud in if you want to because of this. So, um, yeah, it's an absolute mess. And uh, Germany then, too, I don't know what the, you know, exact numbers of today are. And I, because uh, uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday mm -hmm. in February. Mm -hmm. But Berlin's quite interesting, at least in the sense that I think uh, all people in senior homes have gotten yep. a first dose. Yep, and true. 80 something percent of people in senior homes are scheduled to get their second mm -hmm. doses. Uh, on that level, very good. On a national level, Germany is very far behind the yes. UK, who's very close to 20% of first yep. vaccination rates. The United States is doing actually quite We're well. Still in the like tens? Or yeah, yeah. I think it's below 10% yeah. the last time I checked. Um, but, you know, again, Germany not doing great for them being a country that literally created an experimental nope. new vaccine. Yes. <laughs> and on top of it, the sense of that Germany created a vaccine that's incredibly hard to distribute is um, one of the reasons that then also came to why they couldn't get into the negotiations well enough because the uh, BioNTech and the... Um, I believe it was Germany and the uh, um, uh, the EU were having problems because of um, sorry Germany alone was trying to secure 500 million doses uh, with BioNTech and the deal fell through because of price and storage problems that they noticed with the vaccine. Oh no! So, like oh yeah, I know about the thing that happened that um, they weren't storage cold enough and like, oh the first doses yeah, were, yeah, were first, given out yeah, completely exactly. ineffective. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah, and I, I, I um, move forward then. So this this article came out at the beginning of this month, at the mm. beginning of February, and now um, we are uh, in the middle of February or almost over with February, technically, I guess, depending on when this comes out. Yeah. Um, and there are still, there are weird discussions that are coming along with the sense of who is being vaccinated, how you're getting vaccinated in yeah. Germany, um, people skipping line in vaccination yeah. and a lot of internal scandals within the country that's going on there. I mean, uh, after all of this happened, on the actually uh, on the 1st of, of February, Merkel was summoning a vaccine summit, summoning a vaccine summit, um, an Impfgipfel, if, uh, what we would vaccine call it. Vaccine summit. Yeah, a vaccine summit. Impfgipfel is a fun word. Yeah, yeah so... <laughs> Um, for, uh, so for, you know, a little German lesson, uh, yeah. uh, Impfung is German for vaccine yeah. or vaccination. And <laughs> Gipfel, Gipfel. Gipfel, which is one of the silliest words in the German language to me, yeah. is a summit. So the yeah. G20 Gipfel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so in this Impfgipfel, <laughs> she met with uh, head of state, industry representatives, representatives from like uh, the science uh, the science yeah just what the science <laughs> scientists yeah. uh, and commission uh, Elon he, Musk Elon the Musk. best scientist no <laughs> he shoot uh, everyone to the Mars <laughs> yeah to the Mars sending the the uh, BioNTech <laughs> vaccine to Mars exactly and um, EU commission representatives and um, well uh, Actually, what Nick just explained to us was the result of this Impfgipfel of this vaccine summit because the industry, like the the industry representatives, just said, "Okay, we can't like speed the production up. It's just 
what it is there are like lacks in uh, there are a lot of logistical problems as you said with storage and also with the production um, there are problems in Germany with scheduling appointments. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. No shit. Probably, are you serious? Yeah. There are problems with scheduling oh. appointments and appointments not being canceled. So like there are people like driving to get the vaccine and then they won't get them. And there uh, is also not enough vaccines ordered. <laughs> So actually what, what Merkel did afterwards, she did uh, give this ID interview live after the Gipfel. And yeah, who knows, uh, who knows, <laughs> um, like whoever like knows Merkel, she's not very famous for giving interviews or like being on live TV. Yeah, I can't think of, I mean, I think she gave one earlier during Corona, but I can't think of one yeah, before She has that. been out there more during Corona, which is interesting. Like, this is the end of her career, and now she's on TV all the fucking time. Wait, aren't those <laughs> weird sit-downs that she does weekly live, or are those pre-taped? I don't know. I just know but that those she aren't norm- live on TV. Those no, no, are like no. you can like tune into a live stream. So I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. But she's not. She's not known for being like a rampenzau, like a <laughs> <laughs> someone who really likes to be, you know, in in like out in the public and speak to to yeah. the people. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she did that. She did this, this is uh, for this is a, a good example of that. Do you know how many kids Angela Merkel has? No, no, no. See, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I think three. They're oh. not. They're not necessarily. They're, I mean, like she didn't. Like they're her stepchildren, but yeah. still, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not. See, very, like she's like, not very in much in the public eye. I don't know what her husband exactly. looks like. I don't know his name. Yeah, I'm assuming he's also a doctor. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. She's not very much in the public eye, and she also doesn't do live interviews that much. But she did after the uh, vaccine summit, um, and came up with very vague statements classic she said that she still wants to reach the goal of having everyone vaccinated in summer that is in those groups you know in the priority groups i don't know how that is going to happen to be honest she just said we are she said at the bundestag this week that she was expecting until september well yeah end of summer yeah yeah exactly But, like, that that just seems really unrealistic. Of course, it does. But also, like, it's it's the perfect German answer to that. It's like, well, summer. It's like, summer technically ends in September. It's it's a year-long summer. (laughs) Yeah, uh, a Bulgarian (laughs) summer. Bulgarian summer. Summer gets extended to December 2022. Two. <laughs> I mean, why not, baby? Yeah, like exactly. Except for the, it's really cold here right now. I don't believe that. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. Very vague. Uh. Statements. Um. She said she wants to like um reach that through through um like a vaccine plan, vaccination plan. Yeah, they've already kind of they've already kind of yeah. released the groups of how that's going to work, but it's kind of vague. I know, but the vaccination too. plan. There's no clarification on what that is actually, and even like Spahn didn't say anything because he also talked to the press, of course, afterwards. Um, yeah, Someone so who is a what, <laughs> what was the word that that you used? A Rampensau. Rampensau, yeah, Rampensau. So when he loves to be, he loves being in the public eye. <laughs> exactly. So it's very unclear how and when the vac- uh, vaccination vaccinating plan is coming together and what it should look like. Actually, um, so yeah, um, there were some other uh, people at this summit. Müller saying it's really cool to understand the mayor of Berlin. Yeah, yeah, the mayor of Berlin is really cool to understand supply chains. <laughs> that was actually his. <laughs> statement um zerda saying he's very confident that we Marcus we can Zer- do this yeah because marco zerda is fucking <laughs> yeah. understanding that he can be he's the next in line yeah. and he's he's been yeah. giving these very like okay i think that the that 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 the best example of of um this type of politic is very um well summarized by a like kind of the dynamic of Merkel and Zerda. Mm-hmm. So Zerda has been like critiquing Merkel the entire time, but like never so much in like a, like in her face sort of method, but just kind of like this, like very vague, wir schaffen das <laughs> thing that like Merkel also does. But if anyone who speaks German has watched Merkel speak, she is one of the weirdest people in German to listen to and watch because she does this beautiful thing 
of being horribly over the top complex yet mm-hmm. somehow precise as well but then yeah. also not saying anything yeah yeah and it's Very something that you can only do in the german language yeah. you can't do it in, in english yeah. you can't just kind of go all over the place yeah. give a general concept that's the sachbearbeitersprache yeah, i would say exactly. or whatever so merkel merkel very much embodies this like very perfect technocratic yeah. politician Mm-hmm. And Marcus Zerda also then embodies the, I would say, something else that's similar within a CSU-CDU mm-hmm. sort of thing of this guy who's, like, going to keep his nose down. Not as, like, bright as Mac. I'm not saying that Marcus Zerda <laughs> is stupid, but, um, like, very much kind of going along the sense of party lines because he knows that then that for him, if he's if he's too hot-headed about this, he's just going to keep back, do his work in Bavaria. Yeah. He have a very, I would say, relatively strong lockdown compared to the oh, rest yeah, of the yeah, country. Very strict, yeah. But then when it comes to the public eye, just being like, yep, you know, like, Mac and I, I'm confident, like, you know, uh, as his response was also as well, yeah. he wasn't nearly as hot-headed, I would say, as, as Spahn was, but has been very, um, to himself, and uh, unfortunately, we're going to probably have to do a full episode on Makazuda, the absolute monster yeah. that he is. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, I think his whole deal of playing it safe is is because of that. Mm. He's because Lashit's not a candidate. Not really. Uh, he no. is, yeah, unfortunately. I mean, he is, yeah. But he's not like Lashit. Also, then had a scandal come out today that he's like potentially way too close to the Christian right within his own party, ooh, ooh, ooh. which Zoda doesn't have to what? apologize for Lashen? because he's part of the Christian Social yeah. Union, which are like already really Christian. Oh my god! Not that the C ever dropped out of the CDU <clears throat> either, but yeah. Yeah. So go on. You know, he who isn't confident in all of this is Lindner, who is also at the oh <laughs> our boy, yeah, Christian <laughs> Lindner, head of the head of the yep. FDP. Yeah, he is very uh, skeptic when it comes to the goals that were uh, that are still the same goals, saying everyone gets vaccinated until the end of summer, like everyone in the priority groups. Saying, end of summer, baby. Yeah, saying we can't. I don't think that will happen, and also saying, yeah, we, we also can't stay in lockdown until summer, and this is ho- his whole point again. He doesn't like the lockdown because the lockdown is very bad for the economy. Oh, Ooh. oh! <laughs> I mean, I feel that the same can also come from the CDU. Yeah, because the CDU is the party of German business. Yeah, I know, but I mean, come on, this is Lindner. <sighs> he doesn't like freedom <laughs> to be. <laughs> Lindner's such a baby too, because he thinks that he's got to be the, the the handsome opposition. <laughs> handsome, you're using that word as liberally as you possibly can. Exactly. No, this uh, is actually a joke. But like, th- I know that it's like, a yeah, joke. Yeah, I know. This, uh, yeah. Some uh, wasn't it like Missy Magazine named him like sexiest man of the year or some shit like that. Most sexist man of the year. Was it or was it sexiest? Yeah, yeah, it was sexist. That was a joke. Oh, thank God. I thought yeah, it, I, yeah, I no, misread no, no, that they, then. I am. So this is what happened on the 1st of February. And after that, we uh, had more chaos and more scandals when it comes to... Ooh, do tell. <laughs> yeah, vaccinating in Germany. Oh, sorry. Wait, I would, I, I, I'm still in like Bridget's mood. So, oh, pray tell. <laughs> um, so the thing is that it was revealed that there have been hashtag Impfdrängler, actually a, a hashtag that has been on on uh, German Twitter which doesn't German matter we're Twitter? not gonna make we're trending German, <laughs> stop trying to make German Twitter a thing <laughs> I know I hate German Twitter no offense um <laughs> But, yeah, uh, people that were skipping line, people that were not in the priority group. So in Germany, we have several priority groups um, a very, like, that are supposed to regulate who's getting vaccinated and when, like who's vaccinated first and which like, order. But, yeah, mostly old people right yeah. now and people in the healthcare sector. Exactly. But there has been incidents of people skipping the line. And these people mostly being people that are managers of hospitals, so officials in any way, officials like in, in hospitals, people that are, don't have any fucking contact to pa- patients, to corona patients, um, people that are mayors, people that are district administrators. Like <laughs> I'm happy that the German version of Mayor Quimby already got his vaccine. <laughs> Seriously. Um, in one of the states, it was even police getting vaccinated. Okay. They were just like, oh yeah, here we need our like f- defense forces, <laughs> like in 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 house now homeland, homeland defense force now. police. Come on, <laughs> German homeland security. Yeah, That's exactly. Frightening. <laughs> no. Heimatsicherheit. Yeah. Oh that sounds horrible. Seriously, Stop it. It does sound horrible, but that's the Bundeswehr. <laughs> that's the army. Uh, no, that's the that's the uh, that's the Bundespolizei. 
Oh yeah, true. Yeah, but Come they on, have you, like you don't even know your own. No, country. they have those posters with Heimat. They do. Yes, yeah, you're the right. They say ones. like make your Heimat Zisha. Yeah, I'm exactly. very much aware of the new ad Ugh. campaign that's Ugh. very. Very fascist. Yeah, very fash. Um, so yeah, those like um, people that are skipping the line are people in privileged positions. Um, so even though it was like in, it was only in districts, like in regional districts, it was districts as administrators. It was like people on the managerial boards of hospitals or elderly care homes. Um, or mayors. I don't know. There's a mayor thing going on. A lot of mayors. Um, this is, of course, a big scandal because these people are skipping the line because they are in privileged position and yeah. they have the access to the vaccine. In a country that then is not rolling out the vaccine very fast. Exactly. Yeah, you. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Um, so the thing don't is. Don't thank me. <laughs> thank your country for fucking this up. <laughs> so their excuse is that there are leftover doses like. Um, or leftover vaccine. Hits the hood of the car. This kid can fit so many <laughs> fucking beyond tech doses. Exactly. So there's some le leftover vaccines that are put together so you can make a whole new uh, dose of, of the vaccine. And, and you can't just throw them away. So if you have someone there, like the managerial board of the hospital, put it in their arm. That is their excuse. But this is, of course, bullshit. Because we still have the list of like priorities. We still have we still have to see if, if I mean, we still have to follow this because otherwise this list doesn't make any sense. And these are not essential workers in any way or people that need the vaccine. They don't have any contact to corona patients as i said the yeah. mayor doesn't need the fucking vaccine if he's not in a risk group or working as a nurse like <laughs> half time <laughs> or something i mean yeah i like to i like which to, would be great but <laughs> yeah yeah i like to i like to you know mayor it be mayor at night and what like uh, mayor uh, surgeon day and, the, and uh, sorry, nightmares. mayor at day, surgeon at night. I don't yeah, want to be exactly. the nightmare. That's a horrible idea. <laughs> <Nightmare>. <laughs> but yeah, that's a big, big uh, problem, um, and has uh, evoked a discussion about what do we do with this? What, what, like Stodielat. <laughs> Stodielat, exactly. Um, <laughs> so much. This has been such a scandal that even the Ethics Council of Germany, yeah, mind we have an Ethics Council where a lot of uh, philosophers sit and tell, tell us what is ethical right. Um, uh, that's the most German shit I've ever heard. <laughs> um, this country's so weird. Yeah. I lived here. I lived here for almost a decade, and whenever like I hear shit like that, I'm like, "Y'all got an ethics council? Yeah, everyone the fuck? should. Come on. Yeah, probably you're right. But <laughs> I'm from I'm from the land of of you know Monster Energy Drink and Kyle's punching through drywall. Like, mind you, you don't need an ethics council because you have God. <laughs> yeah, God, guns, and gravy, baby. Exactly. So, um, yeah, saying this, uh, the ethics uh, council. Uh, put out a statement or like no they did an interview saying that they think um, these overstappings and this uh, cutting the lines people that cut the line should be penalized to um, show that in this case privilege doesn't win <laughs> are you listening yeah, I am listening. I just the idea that of that like privilege doesn't win. It's like, oh, fucking Germany getting all into you know privilege discourse over here. Oh, the radical left wins. Yeah. Um no, but yeah, the ethics council say there have to be consequences because otherwise that is just, you know, shitty. It's super shitty. It's not solidaric in any fucking way. These are the people that like preach to you, or, or the, these are the people that like put out like uh, policies and measures, like uh, Corona rules, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and are not obeying to them themselves. Yeah, that was one of the weirdest things that I saw when like the um, the list of who gets the vaccination yeah. when was very interesting. Is that like Germany put politicians in a quite low bracket? I, I think in like so. the second round. Yeah, I mean to be very yeah. fair, I don't need to see all these you know um, ministers getting their vaccines live on television. No. Like I'm like I, they don't need it. Yeah, I think Merkel doesn't ha didn't get it yet, as far as I know. No, she didn't. See. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't know yeah. that she gives her life very. Private. Maybe she, maybe she like got like maybe she got all maybe she got all of them. <laughs> <laughs> she got all, give me the whole fucking yeah. dose. Like give me a 
Yeah. She even got Sputnik Piet. Yeah, you know. Well, th- well, that's no. actually to be very, 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 what? very fair on Michael's yeah. part. Um, what I can at least give her credit for in, yeah. in in with all this vaccine stuff is that something that came up that was very interesting in Germany was that Michael said that if the Sputnik V vaccine passes the European tests, mm-hmm. which I think it has, um, that it should be rolled out in Europe. Yeah. So then came the question of, would you take the Sputnik V vaccine if it was readily available, or would you wait for the European vaccine? Yeah. And I don't fucking care. I'm yeah. probably like, I'm probably not going to get a vaccine for a very long time. Nope. You and I yeah. both fall into a category of, of like the last group practically. Yep. And uh, the only thing that then I could maybe bet on is if I go to the U.S. in the next year that I get the vaccine just okay. by chance. Or um, that I get the Sputnik V vaccine or the Sinovac vaccine. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. Yeah. Also, the idea that then a country that then went to the moon, or not the moon, the <laughs> country that went to space first can't produce a, a good yeah, vaccine that is, is that so is just stupid. Such a, yeah, weird. this is like all included in the like anti-Russian no matter what rhetoric. Yeah. You know? We're pro-Russia no matter what here. <laughs> and pro-China no matter what. I hope that that's very clear. This transatlanticism is old news, baby. <laughs> we got to re- uh, orient, like, redirect our... Yeah, redirecting <laughs> ourselves eastward. Yes. Yeah, along with the Soviet Union. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, anyway, what uh, what I was saying, yeah, this is very uh, unsolidaric of of people in power positions, people that are privileged because they have the access to these vaccines, um, preaching one thing, doing the other thing. Um, so this is, yeah, this would have to like in normal way this should have consequences like the ethics council suggests, like um, they suggest that um, people should be penalized. Well, this is like a fine or something like that. that yeah, suggesting. there should be fines, exactly. But the thing is that that, that didn't happen. And Spahn didn't react for a long time to this scandal. Like, well, not a long time, but like he didn't react immediately. And he should have been like very... Uh, he gave no excuse to be mad at Merkel. <laughs> Let's just be honest. <laughs> I mean, he only gets like huffy and puffy when he can be mean to Angela Merkel. Yeah. Maybe Jens Spahn's just a big misogynist. We will never know. <laughs> Jens Spahn, come on the show. Talk about Angela Merkel with us. Convince us that you're not. Yeah. Um, no, but that's the thing I've always noticed is that he's only like super huffy and puffy when it comes to that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Um, so now after like all this, um, after this tr- trending on Twitter, no, but after this like being a big Trending on thing, German Twitter, mind you. Um, because it was, before it was seen as like only a regional problem or yeah. like a district problem or it's just mayors or like, you know, but there are more and more people. Yo, these, these motherfucking mayors just... <laughs> <laughs> but there's more and more people, like more and more cases coming out right yeah, now. Yeah, of course. And yeah, Germany's not like, Germany's lowering, uh, Germany's doing slightly better with their like, weirdo half lockdown that's been existing yeah. for eternity it feels like now yeah. um i'm curious of if and when they're going to reach that threshold that they're that i don't i don't know what the exact number of cases per days for so many mm-hmm. days um i don't care i mean like, I, I do care because i hate being inside all this time but um it's dropping, but it feels like it's dropping at a quite slow rate yes, compared to maybe other places. It's not like the last lockdown, let's say, yeah. like that. And to be very fair, Germany got everyone reports in the sense of that, oh, Germany was doing so well at the beginning of it. I still very much am in the mindset that Germany yeah. was just not testing enough. Oh, yeah, that's true. And I know this, and this, like, the reason I feel this way is because try getting a test in Germany during the first Car- corona wave. It was horribly mismanaged. Yeah, they didn't even fucking test on the airports when you come back from a different country. Yeah, exactly. Like they closed the... Now, it's funny because... Uh, Whether it was intentional or not, I don't know. But, but in some Tega didn't have the testing, even though they should have had. And now Tega is a full fucking like, testing center. Like, uh, vaccination oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. True, <laughs> yeah, because Tega's not an airport anymore. Exactly. Um, uh, R.I.P. Um, have you flown out of the new airport yet? Nope. Oh, no, okay. No. I think Rob's the only one so far on the show. Crazy, isn't it? Basically, Schoenefeld, but bigger. <laughs> it's next door, but well, yeah. Yeah, exactly, it's next door. Um, anyway, back to the uh, vaccines uh, and the people skipping the line. Um, so now Spahn is finally reacting to it, saying he will look into it. <laughs> uh, he will Woo. like investigate further. 
Yeah, fucking um, Nancy Drew over here. Exactly. Saying that that the whole um, rules were very unclear. There was no like... Uh, Dude, you're the health minister. <laughs> <laughs> you literally make the fucking rules. <laughs> Saying that it wasn't like uh, unequivocal. Unequ- uh, yeah. 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 Um, Say yeah, saying okay, it it could have been in, interpreted like in a different way, and there was a lot of chaos in the like vaccination uh, process, and we we didn't know what to do with all the like leftover shit and shit like that. Okay. Dude, that's literally <laughs> literally your job. Yeah, those are lame excuses, of course. Um, it's so not just a lame excuse; it literally is in the sense of that then. It's his job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, oh, come fucking on. health minister of Germany. I know. Oh the my whole fucking God. scheduling should have been his job as well. And it didn't like, go Ooh, well. Oh, God. He's such a shithead. So the thing is now, uh, he says he's going to look into it further. Uh, investigate, <laughs> I yeah. guess. Um, Tune in next but- week when Jens Spahn <laughs> finds a warehouse full of Sinovac vaccine. <laughs> but it looks like... There's nothing going to happen. There won't be consequences or penalties. Just like with the explanation of or the excuse of, okay, this was like a, a very chaotic process. And also, well, it won't lead to anything if we penalize them. Yeah, of course, because it will lead to something because these people are privileged and rich, probably like well off. Maybe kind they're CDU of. donors. Probably kind <laughs> of like well off, you know. Yeah. Um, Except for maybe the police that was like, yeah, but we don't care. About yeah, yeah exactly. We don't, we, we, we're not loving the police over here. Exactly. The thing that I think is just so, just kind of a, a last point of this. Yes. Um, funny that you just mentioned Spahn at the end of this, because I, I, I did want to kind of briefly talk on him yeah. and wrap this back up into a sense of election time. This Yay. is why you guys are all here. Sorry yes. that we couldn't give you an election episode, but we were not going to tackle this on the main feed because mm-hmm. to be very fair, Kieran and Rob had a bunch of other stuff planned yeah. for the next few weeks. So we thought we would take our time to, to hold your hand and let you know that yeah. Germany's also chaos, maybe more chaotic than probably where you are in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but the funniest thing with Spahn is that, like I said at the beginning of the episode, is that he was very much internally um, on people's lips of that he could be the you know the the successor for Mac, and it was even so much to the point that then well Spahn threw his name out right, but he's doing so well uh, with the coronavirus stuff that you know don't count him out yet. Maybe he'll be back. You know come September, because Laschet isn't going to have enough confidence. Germans have a very weird complex of not liking Bavarians, even though Makazura is very well-liked. Have a CSU chancellor. (laughs) I mean, I think that would be horrible for a plethora of other reasons, but it doesn't take an idiot to to like, you know, acknowledge the fact that Makazura is quite popular in Germany because Germans want the drunk uncle as their leader, either a drunk uncle or, 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 you know, someone like Mackel who's like, calculated and, and very yeah. intelligent you know yeah. germans have a very weird complex when it comes to like gender and and leadership that i that's kind of uncommon of other countries that the dudes have to be like your drinking buddy and like not just your drinking buddy like oh i could sit down and have a beer with him but like get plastered with him <laughs> of course yeah it's Oktoberfest. <laughs> exactly yeah and then like um female politicians are typically very um direct and and intelligent in this and that and that such as Merkel yep. such as Ursula von der Leyen although she has scandals I wouldn't say that then that she isn't direct and intelligent mm-hmm. she just is not a good politician <laughs> <laughs> um or you know go down the uh, go down the line of CDU or SPD um female politicians yeah. I think it goes in a similar light and the only one who kind of falls out of this is Olaf Scholz who's like a professor like talks to you like a professor and probably is like not well liked for that reason. But um Spahn is probably completely out of the running now. Hmm. You know, if you know we're we're speculating using our, our corner spate crystal ball that can see into September. We know all the results of the election. We're just not gonna tell you them. <laughs> um Yen Spahn is 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 down and out now. He's yeah. not coming back. He's fucked this up so many ways, at least in my opinion, and according to our crystal ball that tells the future, <laughs> um that uh, I I I see him maybe 
down the road becoming a CDU, you know, very important person. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he definitely he established like, himself. Will as that. be yeah, make yeah. Career, He's also young. Like, He's for forty. Yeah, exactly. young for CDU. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I I think that that whole discussion of him being in the running for the candidacy is yeah, completely fine. out the window yeah. now because yeah. one, it's been mismanaged on his party's part. Michael's part and his part, I think he's been too hot-headed within the party, and um, I, I just, I don't, I don't see anyone willing to then give him a chance of then like, oh, well, you know, remember back in February where he, you know, fucked up the the vaccine let rollout, <laughs> you know, it doesn't really work. Where a few months ago, although Spahn, I would argue, was doing a poor job critically as mm-hmm. being someone who does not like the cdu does particularly nope, nope. not like nope. the enspan um i was wonder i was so curious when everyone when when, when you were seeing polls of him come out being like yenspan is just as popular as mackle i'm like is this entire like country like huffing paint and i'm like oh, <laughs> they're probably all drunk whatever yeah no yes. difference but um yeah that those days are over Yenspan is dropping in the polls pretty much weekly at this point, mm-hmm. um, at least from when I last checked. From, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe this country is in like like loves the relatability of him like mismanaging everything. They're like, oh no, now I like him again. I go, come on, I mean, Lashet <laughs> again, but no, no, I mean, Lashet, I mean, Lashet yeah. falls into your your drunk uncle category. Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, Lashet, yeah, Yenspan can't be your drunk yeah, yeah, uncle. Dr- mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Yenspan, I would not put into a drunk uncle category. No, definitely not. No, yeah. no, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, Makazuda, yes, they're like like yes. your drunkest of uncles. Yep. <laughs> Makazuda shows up drunk to get more drunk. <laughs> but um, yeah, like like I genuinely see it of the fact that that Spahn is 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 completely out of the running in every yeah, which yeah, way whatsoever. Yeah. yeah, so I agree. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, I, I guess that's it. Yeah, that's a lot. It's um, a lot of a lot of boring information. Of uh, <laughs> not boring, all right. A lot of lot of you know. It's just there's another reason to hate uh, people in privileged positions again, and enough reason to hate the CDU as well. Yeah, that but. that as well. Yeah, we just wanted to give you. Um, uh, you can very much tell I'm very bored being inside the whole time. <laughs> I feel that you know. If we were just a little bit more uh, on the nose about locking down, mm-hmm. yeah, that would be great. Um, uh, would make still, it a thing, like a real thing. Not home office is not a thing shit. still in Germany, really yet. Nope. Only like I think what thirteen percent of people who can work in home oh, office are working fucking, in home there's office. There's so many fucking people on the train every time when it comes to rush hours. The after work. okay. The, the train generally, for the most part, fine. No, I'm, it's I'm the just fact saying. That you know how to lessen that. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm just saying, you see, that is how I measure how many people have to go to work. Exactly. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, the train isn't the problem here. It's yeah. the fact that everyone's fucking go to work. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Big problem. Um, this could have been avoided. Yes. You know, I was, I, I, I think it's, I think, don't want to toot my own horn about a pandemic, yeah. but I was, you know, I think that we were right the entire time of the sense of that Germany needs to actually properly lock down. Yeah. And we're finally seeing that then Germany specifically Germany run by the CDU, the business party of Germany, um, still does not want to do it. Still no. does not want to properly go into a it's lockdown. And now the businesses are going to start protesting to Merkel and Altmaier, yeah. the uh, Merkel's um, uh, uh, minister of economy, mm-hmm. by uh, kind of trying to want to force the lockdown to unravel. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that was a that was a that was a story this morning. Oh shit! Yeah, so yep. Um, Follow yeah. us into Hell World, which is yeah, exactly. uh, Germany, the liberal Hell Pandemic World. Shows Not fascism us, quite yet. Yeah, what does it show us? The, the privileged are still privileged. Yep. Yep, they sneak their way into vaccines as well. <laughs> yep. Uh, business business as usual, <laughs> trying to force an opening of the economy. Um, yeah, everything is still the same hellward under capitalism. I guess. Don't tell the CDU that. <laughs> That'll affect the economy. Yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say so. Um, on one very last and unfortunate note mm. is that so on the main feed, we're not going to really like. We don't feel that we can actually address this properly as being a podcast run by four white people. But um, for those who do not know, uh, this week is the one-year anniversary 
of Hanau. So the 19th Friday when, yep. we, when we typically record. And we'll, yes. we'll mention something also on the main feed about this as well. Yeah. Um, so... There will be several protests um, and, uh, to commemorate um, what yeah. happened in Hanau. Um, yeah, we will. I think we will put some information in the Yeah, notes. what we were going to do is then put information within the notes of this episode and the yeah. episode coming out also on Monday exactly. of organizations that then you can uh, get involved in and... Um, uh, you know, we're like some people that are very good in like being very outspoken about exactly, what yeah. happened and uh, about like, um, well, working on that this will not be forgotten because yeah. Corona like kind of swept it out of everyone's mind when yeah. Corona happened. And it's very important to remember to go out on the street because there was a lot of bullshit happening, like uh, closed exits or something like that. So people oh, couldn't yeah, yeah, see yeah. out of um, the uh, the bar because um, the exits were closed by the police to uh, make raids easier. Yeah. Yeah. So this is definitely like uh, due to like racial profiling. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so and there's just the racialized structure of police in Germany. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. But we, um, there are plenty of people, given these, uh, uh, I know this is an English language thing. Most of these sources are in German. I'm very sorry for that. Um, we will then uh, also put in the link to, of course, where if, if you just simply want to donate money to, um, you know, anti racist organizations in Germany. We will. Um, this will be in the description for this episode, and the description also potentially for the. Um, not potentially will be in the description for the episode on Monday as well, even if we may not explicitly mention mention it on the show. So just a um, you know one in the sense of that um, as a show we've not forgotten about it. We're just I just pers I think we personally feel as a group that we're not the ones to address it properly. Um, and to that, yep. um, we also want to then show our solidarity with people who are doing the work on the ground yeah. and whatnot. Just, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Just to clarify, like what happened in Hano, because we just said Hano and for a few listeners that might not be, you know, they might not understand what, what this means. But, um, yeah, on the 19th of February in uh, 2020, there was a terror attack, a, like racist, um, was a racist motives against nine people in Hanau that were killed. So, yeah, we um, give you more information in the show notes. And yeah, and on that note. We will see you guys all uh, for the next Valotron, which will, I guess, be in two weeks. We don't know. This has been kind of a, a little hectic. Yeah. Yep. See you guys next time. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.